I am Lindsay Edmonds, head coach at Rice University for the women's basketball team, and I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk like what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next and you up next. Keep the queens go hard. Rise a star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't set up for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flex. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, ready to say go. Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? SLT Nation! Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. We're searching far and wide, high and low, and we are finding rising stars in our communities who are doing big things and accomplishing big dreams. And we head back down to H Town, baby. Yeah, you know you love some Rice University. One of the dopest <laughs> premier institutions in the in the state of Texas. Tell y'all right now, buckle up because we got a good one. 19 years in the game, veteran, the head coach at Rice University, Coach Lindsey Edmonds. Welcome to the show, Coach. How you feeling? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on with you guys and just get to hang out. Hey, you know what? I'm so glad to have you too, Coach, because we, we actually, this is the second time ever we've actually saw the coach work, do their thing, and then they come on the show, and I'm going to tell y'all something. This is this high octane on their sideline. You see, it was wall to wall, minute to minute, coaching those girls up. So we're going to tell them all about your journey in just a second, Coach, but I am your host, the mouth of the South, B. Jones, the OG, all thing, Louisiana, well, Mr. Yeet is in the building, and I'm rocking alongside my brother, from another mother, my partner in crime, the choir storm. <laughs> Coach KT, Kev, how you feeling today, man? I'm feeling really good, B. Jones. For one, we got this coach on, uh, a remarkable coach. But have you noticed how many female hoopers are named Lindsey B. Jones? <laughs> I swear, we had about 12 on our show. So when I get a chance to talk to the basketball guys, I'll be like, hey, was that intentional? Did you want to? Name every female hooper, Lindsay. But B. Jones, I'm doing great, man. Let's go. Let's turn up. Let's go. Turn up the volume. Let's go to work. Well, before we get to Coach Edmonds' impressive story, her amazing journey, we might even get the opportunity to talk about her beautiful family a little bit today. We got to pay the bills. And that's right, Rice University. We want to thank you so much for stopping down and watching our show. We know that there's a thousand other podcasts, millions of other podcasts, but you chose to give us a chance to entertain you. And so we appreciate that first and foremost. But we got to ask one small favor of you. In order for us to continue this amazing momentum in 2023, and I'm going to tell y'all, something the hits are just keep coming the guests are just getting better and better I, I, you see the evidence look look who's sitting below me right now and we keep we gonna keep bringing y'all and we promise y'all 100 effort but we need to add something very small for you something so small that'll go a super long way and on the count of three us join hands unified and we smash that subscribe button is the isles nation gonna rock with us coach Edmonds? for sure for sure we're gonna make sure of it all right, this is our second time with y'all too. You know what I'm I saying? Know. So here yeah. we go. On the count yeah. of three. One, <laughs> two, three. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. That's right. We don't do fans. We don't do followers. We do family right now. So if you smash that subscribe button, sign off right now in the comments. Let me know. Drop some fire emojis in the chat. Something so we can show you some love back and shout you out as our newest family members. But without further ado kevin you always talk about how you you got a shot well i bet you you won't say nothing to coach edmonds I, i'm telling you kevin he quiet he quiet as a church mouse right now because he know what coach edmonds will do behind that three-point line don't you still got that jay still got it a little bit still got it we were on a team retreat and we started uh the team retreat with a challenge a shooting challenge and if they beat me then they were going to get like an automatic 300 points in their bank. And if they lost to me, they were going to be 
minus 300. And they were like, oh, we, uh, no offense, coach, but we got this. We got this. Guess who won? Hey, did they know that you were you you held the record at Appalachian State with 177 three pointers? Did they? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, but they thought they could get me, uh, and I still won. So I had it. They were like, "You're going hard," and I'm like, "Well, y'all are challenging me. Of course, I'm going to go hard." <laughs> well, B. Jones, you know what I'm going to do for this episode? Uh oh, uh oh. Listen, I started working out again, so I'm trying to get back in shape. I need to get in the gym and shoot, but. We got some new cameras we need to test out, right, B. Jones? We, we tried right. to get AAU. Coach Edmonds, if you want to have a three-point contest, I'm down. Either way, I'm going to win. If I lose, I win. If okay. I win, I win. But the fact that I get All to right. shoot with such a great shooter like you, let's do it, B. Jones. Let's do it. Let's do Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? what? He let's finally manned up and owned up to it. Let's go. Hey, this is going to be a block burner now. All right, Coach. Well, are you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? Yeah. Let's go. So I guess I just announced I'm coming out of retirement, B. Jones. So who <laughs> we? All right, Coach, to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. Okay, top five. Uh, it's going to be a mix, um, but we're going to go uh, John Legend, uh, Alicia Keys, Kirk Franklin, uh, Adele, uh, Beyonce. Man, she smoked that. Hey, she okay, gave some so heat, too. That was some oh, heat. Did you expect anything less, B. Jones? All right, Coach. So we like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. Okay. But there is no way I can give you anything less than five. B. Jones, I can't give her anything less than 10. She's been coaching <laughs> how long? How long has she been coaching, B. Jones? Over 19 years, man. <laughs> okay, so before we go ahead, give her, we're going to give her 19, B. Jones, and I'll explain what's going to happen after that. Go ahead. Okay. Now, Coach, our budget is normally, what, about 25 So I'm letting you know now, we've been giving out a lot of our money, so if the lights go out on your episode, it wasn't us. The producers had to make a move. Okay, I apologize. All okay. right, so who, who is your favorite superhero and why? Superhero. Um, let's go with Girl off The Incredibles because uh, she's a mom and a superhero, uh, and so uh, she kind of does it all. Uh, so let's go with Girl. I want to. What yes. you know about that, Coach? I, I yeah. don't even, I, 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 That's impressive. I got three girls. I got well, you three know girls. She knows I watch a lot of that. cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Coach. Since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Hmm. Uh, let's go. Beyonce, who run the world? Girls. girls. <laughs> 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 All right. <so> <laughs> If you I can got three up. girls and I got 15 on my team. Uh, why not? Let's go with that. Hey, br brothers out there in the audience, let's say a quick prayer for Ulrich, her husband. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. That's a, hey, he got nothing but girls. He's totally outnumbered all the time. Everybody's like, you should get a, a boy dog. And I'm like, nope. Like, we cannot keep another thing alive. Like, I'm not responsible for anything else. We are good with all girls. He's a girl dad through and through. He's good. Yeah, you go Google girl dad and you go see his yeah. face, man. Goodness. Exactly. Best. All right, so if you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be either dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Let's go Pat Summit, uh, trailblazer for women's basketball, uh, won a lot of championships, did incredible work for the women's game. Uh, it's still impacting the game today, uh, even though she's been gone for, I don't know, a handful of years, five, six years now. Um, so, uh, but I think she's just so remarkable what she did uh the teams that she had the accomplishments she, she had so i go pat summit all right so what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court uh no matter what get back up um get back up and keep fighting keep going um no matter what's thrown at you um you can always bounce back and always recover from it and be ready to attack the next moment uh head on and not be afraid of it all right, so we ask a question on our show, which you can watch Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central, right here on YouTube. Would you rather be loved by your players or would you rather be feared? Loved. I'm not going to say nothing, Kevin. Let's go. Yes, I, I'm, I'm glad you didn't say anything. This is my initiation. You just sit quiet. <laughs> We're going to be talking later. All right. So do you think that Lindsay the Hooper could play for Lindsay Edmonds, the coach? Uh, yes. 
I do. Uh, I like to shoot a lot of threes as a player, <laughs> and the coach likes to shoot a lot of threes. So, yeah, I think I, I think I could do it. <laughs> All right. So, B and I, we're going to produce a movie centered around you. The one thing we're missing is a lead actress. Who should we get to play you in the story of your life? Sandra Bullock. Oh, I, I was thinking Jessica Alba, but I like I like that Sandy B though. Oh my. She's one of the dopest actresses ever. So yeah, that, that fits. But you know what? You said who who'd you say? Jessica Alba? Yeah. Like you said, our budget would probably be more Jessica Alba. So yeah, let's 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 go with that one, B. I'm, I'm with you. Wasn't that honey, KT? Yeah, that was that was honey. Uh, yes. we're, gonna a, we're gonna have a dancing in the movie, are we? Are you a dancer, coach? <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, but I like Jessica Alba too, so that's not a bad choice. Uh but Sandra Bullock came to mind first. It, it was either that or Eve Longoria, man. I ain't, I ain't okay. seen Eve in a minute. I ain't seen Eve in a minute, so I said I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> That's not a bad choice, O.B. Jones. I think they're still more inexpensive than Sandra Bullock. So, yeah, we'll go either one of those. All right, Coach. So when we come to Rice to check y'all out, and we are coming, what is that one food spot that B. Jones and I, we have to go to that gets your stamp of approval? The Breakfast Club. Ooh. And Tell I us can, more about I can, the breakfast yeah, club. I can, Kevin, I think I, my wife took me to the breakfast club. I can't remember for sure, but I think I've eaten that. And Coach is 100% right on with that one. Yeah. Um, it is a line out the door, around the door, around the building all the time. They get you in and out quick, but it's Houston, so the line outside is hot. I mean, you're standing outside in the heat, but the food is so good. The people are amazing. Uh, the chicken and waffles are really good. I've not had a bad thing from there. Um, they're open in the morning till like two or three in the afternoon, but it's a very, very popular spot. Like when you Google things to do in Houston, Breakfast Club always comes up. Hey, B. Joe, we got to wake up extra early to go there, and that's gonna be kind of rough. But hey, we don't know that when you're when you're in town, just come with us, and we can make a phone call, uh, and we can slide in front of the line uh, like we do with our recruits, uh, and that makes the recruits real, real uh, special too. Say less, coach. Say <laughs> less. Ke Kevin, but uh, you 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 kind of being quiet, but she she smoked your initiation, bro. I'm just saying right now, you didn't pose any threats. This this was light work for her. Well, well B. Jones, I was trying to take it easy on her because when I get it on the court, I'm going to have to show out. So, you know. Oh, I, I hear you. Okay. Noted. Noted. Yes. All right. <laughs> so, if you hit that subscribe button or thinking about doing so, please do. Leave us your top five music artists, your theme song, and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website, sltugotnext.com, to learn more about us and the rest of our families from our You Got Next series. So now allow me to turn it over to B. Jones and our new play cousin, Coach Lindsey Edmonds. So B, go ahead and take it away, brother. Coach, where do we start? We got Mommy Edmonds. We got Edmonds, <laughs> Lindsay the Believer. We got the recruiting guru, Lindsay. I mean, you wear so many different hats, Coach. But before we break down your lifestyle and how you became one of the hardest working coaches, because this story is its a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Let's take you back to Winston-Salem, though. Let's take you back when you was just uh, coming up and you was finding your inspiration and finding your identity. But when you found your love for basketball, what, what made you enjoy it? And, and what made you choose basketball as your sport? Uh, you know, when I was four, I remember my mom making me do like tap and ballet and jazz and baton and all the things. And when I turned five, I heard I could like quit all that and start playing t-ball with the boys. And I was like, done. Like, I'm, I'm done with this. Like, let me move on to the next thing. Um, so I guess my first love was probably like on a field. Uh, and I played that for several years, t-ball, coach pitch, all the things, and then started playing basketball when I was in fourth grade. Um, so nowadays that's pretty late, I guess. Um, people are telling me like, oh my gosh, your daughters aren't playing basketball yet. And I'm like, they're only six and eight or whatever. And, uh, but I didn't play till I was in fourth grade. Uh, I remember my mom and my dad both uh, coached me uh, in my rec leads, uh, and that was a lot of fun to like have them be my coaches. Um, and I don't know, I just honestly was pretty good at it and uh, just kept getting better and better and enjoying it more and more. And then I found an AAU coach, uh, Dana Conti, who really um, helped mold me, helped shape me. Uh, helped me fall in love with the game even more, helped me grow off the court um, as far as uh, just who I wanted to be as a person. Uh, and so I owe a lot to him for my for my basketball uh, journey. 
Um, so yeah, for as long as I can remember, sports was my love. Um, but basketball, I fell in love with pretty quickly uh, when I started playing it uh, in fourth grade. Now, coach, you you was able to go to Appalachia State, which is right around the corner, right? That's kind of close to uh, where you grew up. Did you did you want to stay home, or was that kind of where you were with your career at that time, or what what made you choose to stay home at, and go to Appalachia State? Yeah, um, I had I went on four uh, official visits. They were all relatively close. Um, and app, I just I fell in love with it. The campus was beautiful. I really enjoyed uh, the players on my recruiting visit. Um, it it was an hour and a half, so it was far enough that I knew my parents were like popping up every single day. But I knew they could come up there. Um, but I knew I could also get home uh, when I needed to, and so that was a, an important piece for me. Um, yeah, and so it just it worked out really well. My parents, my dad in particular. Um, only missed two games in four years. That's home games wow. and away Shout games. Out to them. Um, I know. One was a game at UNC, which they never would have probably missed, but there was like an ice storm and they didn't have power and bad weather. Um, and I'm trying to blank on the other one, but there was only, it was like a tournament or something uh, that was far away. And that was the only two games that he missed. But they were world travelers. Uh, my grandparents used to get in the car with my mom and dad and come to my uh, home game. So that was special too. Um, so yeah, it just, it felt like a home away from home. Uh, and I was close enough to home that I knew my family could be a big part of my college career. Well, you killed it in college, coach. You two-year captain, two you started, I think, all four years. You you was a monster, set the set the school <laughs> record in three pointers. But that ain't what I want to talk about, Fab said. I gotta change sports for a second because I'm a through and through basketball guy. And then I looked at I looked, I said, wait a minute. It was something cooking at App State around that time. And that was when the Appalachian State football team went to the big house of Michigan and upset number four Michigan, which it literally was the story. If yeah. that football season, were you on campus when all of that happened? Like, what, what was the so vibe time, around the school? By that time, I was um, I was coaching. It was my first year of coaching, and I had the ability to go to the game. Uh, but me and one of my best friends were like, "Eh, it was Labor. I think it was it was Labor Day weekend." Um, and we went to my parents' beach house instead, and we were watching the game like on our uh, phones or whatever, I think we were or getting updates from people, whatever. Um, and when they won the game, we were like, why did we not go? Like, that was so crazy. We could have been there. Uh, I, I can't but, imagine. Oh man. It was, it was awesome. Uh, unbelievable. Jerry Moore, phenomenal football coach, phenomenal guy. Um, really just, it was, it was so great for the football program. They're phenomenal program they still do a great job I mean they are they still kill it in the football game and um those home football games were amazing like the atmosphere there uh, but I cannot imagine what it was like at Michigan the day that they won well let's let's get back to the let's get back to the hardwood where you make where your bread butter where you do work and you set (laughs) off miracles because uh read through read through the headlines through your career at NC State and through your career at Rice you've become somewhat known as the P5 killer you a giant killer coach I mean you took down Duke you've taken down number six Florida you've taken down Louisville and then you came out here to Rice I said Florida intentionally yes sir (laughs) but then you came down here to Rice you took out TCU, you took out Texas A&M, BYU, like you got a formula that can beat these big schools. You 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 at a small school now. What's what's the recipe, Coach? T- tell us the sauce. Real talk. Uh, you know, you know, it, it's just building a culture, um, building um, family, uh, having unbelievable young ladies in our locker room. Um, it's a great school and it's great basketball, but our best selling feature are the young ladies in our locker room. And I'm so proud of them. I'm so proud to be their coach. I feel very blessed that I get to be their coach. Um, and you know, we, we talk about our common goals and how we're all driving towards the same thing. And it's, you know, it's we over me. Um, and so I I think it's just a, a mentality of like doing whatever it takes to win basketball games uh and that may look different every single game uh and just buying into i'm willing to do whatever it takes and that's humbling sometimes right like you got to have some humility to be like this game they mean need me to do this but next game it may be something completely different um but if we have that 
ability to to do whatever it takes to win doesn't matter who we're going up against um and I, you know i'll say for this past year with our wins that we had our girls didn't have fear they had no fear going into those games they felt like they belonged uh, they felt like they could go in there and compete um and i just said put ourselves in positions to at the end of the game where we have a shot to win right and it, it didn't it didn't phase them they weren't scared they weren't intimidated um, those programs are great programs and I respect a lot of those coaches and, and what they do. Um, but on those days, um, our young ladies came out on top and I'm, I'm so proud to, to be a part of that. Well, coach, you, you at NC State and this is the thing, this is what really triggered me is the fact that you could have stayed at NC State and kind of rode that wave. Uh, I know everybody, I know it's a promotion in it for you, but NC State was doing something to the point we know that you could you could have kind of sat there and waited for the right job, right? Yeah. And uh, so Rice comes along, calls you in 2021. What made what made this the right time to make that move? And, and why did you why did you select Rice? Yeah, you know, you're right. When the when the call happened, um, there was a lot of like back and forth. Like, is this the right one? Do I just stay at NC State? Like, I love what you're we doing. I loved our players. We were extremely successful. Back to back ACC championship, Sweet 16, back to back Sweet 16 runs. Um, my boss was wonderful. Uh, so all those things. Uh, we were near my family. We were, we were near Gilbert's family. Like so, we were close by with family. Uh, so all those things were like checking off, and it's like, should we do this? Um, but I don't know. Uh, came on my interview uh, and didn't know what to expect. Right when you Google Houston and Rice, you're like, oh, Houston's the fourth largest city in the country. Like, yes. what is the campus going to look like? Uh, and I was in, maybe a little intimidated by that before I got here, thinking like, oh, are you going to be able to tell the difference between downtown and campus? Uh, I didn't know for sure. You know, sometimes when you're in major cities, you can't tell the difference. Um, with Rice, you can. It's a beautiful campus. There's greenery. There's grass. There's trees. And so that part was really great for me. Um, the academic success here uh, for young ladies. I know young ladies and their parents really care about their education. Uh, and so while Texas needs to be our home base of recruiting always, because of the prestige of the university, I can be on the phone with kids all over the country, really. And so that's special in recruiting. Uh, you know, I think our 22 class shows that. And we had three players from Texas, but then we had a Canadian, we had a kid from Maryland, we had a kid from California. So like all over uh, the country. Uh, and then basketball success was obviously very important too. Uh, I think a lot of times people tell you when you're taking your first job, go somewhere that's at the bottom, like you only have up to go. Uh, but for me, uh, I just, I don't know, sometimes schools are at the bottom because they're really hard to win at. It's, it, you don't have the resources you need. It's hard right. to be successful at those places whatever um, the case may be. And the fact that Rice had been successful, I, I like that idea. I, I knew that we could keep it moving in the right direction and hopefully continue to take steps or two up uh, in that as well. Um, and then for, for my family purposes, <clears throat> to take my family that far away from, you know, my parents and my in-laws, uh, we needed it to be the right fit for our family. Uh, and we're a biracial family. And so the diversity of Houston was a huge piece for us. We wanted, you know, our girls to grow up around people that not everyone looked just like myself or just like my husband. Uh, we wanted them growing up around people of all different backgrounds and cultures and walks of life. And uh, so that they can see uh, people that look like them. You know, we were at the beach a couple weekends ago with some friends of ours and every family there was biracial. And my husband's like, this is so cool. Like our girls get to talk to these girls, these other girls about their hair or their skin color or whatever. And it, it was just, I don't know, really, really unique to just see. So family purpose uh, that checked off a lot of boxes too. Um, so so I was at the stoplight the day I had made the decision on what I was going to do. And I was about to turn in and I looked to the car to my right and there was a Texas license plate. And I was like, okay, God, <laughs> I hear you. Uh, so let's do this. Uh, and so no looking back after that. Um, and uh, just really grateful uh, to be here. Grateful for this opportunity. Uh, Rice is a tremendous university, um, but a great program. And it really is uh, elite at, at both places, right? Elite in the classroom, elite on the court. So best of both both worlds. Um, so I love it. I love it here. Now, Coach, now I need you to be vulnerable with us for a minute. I need you to talk okay. to the Sports Life Talk Nation and be honest. You walk okay. into this job, 
You only got 10 players. You, you're down 78 players from, from December. You got two season in the injuries. Second year, you start three freshmen. You only run, you run an eight-man rotation. Did all of this success that you guys had in year one and two with winning seasons, did, did all of this stuff surprise you? Or did you like, hey, this was part of the plan. This is what we wrote down on paper, and we knew this was going to happen. Be, be, be truthful with us, coach. No, I mean, I'm going to be honest, like when I took the job, uh, I thought I had four starters coming back, right? Like that was the roster that was there. Only one was not at Rice anymore from the team that won the W19 championship that beat, uh, I believe they beat Ole Miss uh, in the championship game. Uh, and so when I took the job, I'm like, yeah, we're about to win another conference championship. We're going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, and then one after another, after another, after another went into the portal despite me fighting extremely hard to try to keep them and that was the most like uh it was the most challenging thing that I've probably been through uh as a coach it was so hard personally uh, but also as a coach like personally I took it really personal like why do they not want to play for me I'm pretty cool right. like you know like I'm gonna be a player's coach like I, we're gonna play a fun style of game um and I was like, man, why, why, why not try? Like, why not come back? All four of y'all come back, run it back. Like, let's get into the NCAA tournament and do something special. Uh, so I had to, like, start to think what my coaching philosophy was going to be and how we were going to navigate through that. So coaching-wise, I started thinking, like, what did I just do? And how are we going to fix this uh, right. because at this time we only had nine on roster and uh, we got one out of the portal so that got us to 10 but I had to change like what my expectations were going to be right away and it was hard because I was like man I moved my family across the country for this and I don't know how many games we can win now like because we don't have the players I thought we had and so I started second guessing a lot of things about why did this happen why now why not want why do you not want to play for me what in the world are we going to do? Um, you were mad at that Texas call all of a sudden. Like, why did that car drive by me? And that's yes. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what in the world? Why? But you know what? Um, I, you know, it, it was just, it was, it was part of my journey. It was part of something that I had to navigate through. It's made me so much tougher. Uh, it's made me so much stronger. It's made me realize that adversity is going to happen no matter what. Uh, it, it's all about how you respond to that adversity and how you approach it. Um, our team, we were 14 and 13 that first year, but man, we were so tough. We were so incredibly tough. We were so tight. All we had is each other. I mean, there was, like I said, there was games that we go into a game where we had like seven people available, sometimes six people available. Um, we went to a quadruple overtime game against UNC Charlotte who went on to win the conference championship. I had to put a manager in the game. Like that's, that's how low we got in numbers. I had to put a manager in the game, but you know what? Like we kept fighting and we kept finding a way to go to another overtime and to go to another overtime. And then we won nine out of our last 13 games. And it was like, okay, now we're clicking. Like now we're figuring out how to play. Now we're figuring out. Um, who we are in our identity. And we've just continued to build upon that. So if you thought, if I thought that this was going to be my journey, that's far from the truth. I had no idea it was going to look like this the first two years. Um, and I'm so, I'm, I'm grateful for everything that happens. I believe firm believer that everything happens for a reason. Um, and that first year just taught me so much. It taught our players so much. It prepared us to have the success that we had our second year um, because we, we knew what it was like to have our back up against the wall. We did it day in, day out. My poor assistants had to practice every single day my first year because we didn't have enough players to go five on five. Uh, and so we just, we had to get through things together and we did, and it made us so much closer. Uh, and it's honestly been a huge part of the, the culture we've established uh, at Rice. But coach, I, I bet that manager's telling that story to somebody right now. You know I played at Rice. You know I got in the game. You know I got in the game. You know I got in the against. Hey, four overtime. Four overtime yeah. game, fam. Look it up. Look it up on it. That's me right there. That's me right there. I'm in. I'm, in. <laughs> right, I'm coach, so grateful we, she was there because if not, then I don't know what we would have done. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I don't know what happened in the offseason. Um, year two, y'all came out nine and no. Y'all came out so hot to as a point to where Kevin was like, 
you know, we meet and we talk about guests and who we go get and how we go, you know, because we, we got to recruit sometimes and get people on the show. And Kevin was like, man, are you checking out what Ryan's doing? I'm like, nah. He's like, man, they nine and oh, they they on ESPN. You know, Lindsey Esmond just, just won the ESPN Coach of the Week. And I'm like, what? So we start checking out that. And so that's how we came across Malia because Malia was getting 20 rebounds and all that. We were like, hey, we got to get you on the show. But uh, but y'all made some noise coming in the, in, in, the, uh, in the season too. But now let's talk a little bit about Houston because me and Kevin, Kevin is is like the the Omega like WNBA fan. I'm I'm, I'm a little bit of a newer fan, but I love it. I, lo- I love the game. I'm very passionate about it. But Houston Comets is to me the the greatest the greatest franchise that played in the WNBA. Came out won the first three championships, three Hall of Fame. I think it was four Hall of Famers on that roster. And uh, with that being said, they leave Houston and now it's this big void, right? So now it's yeah. the responsibility of college basketball to pick up and keep women's basketball alive in that community. And I know, I know we don't have the coach of Houston on here as well speaking for you, but what, what, what is, how does that make you guys feel when y'all get into this arena or y'all come out there and the, the city is showing y'all so much support? And do y'all feel like it's a little bit of ownership? Like we got to, we got to bring it because we all Houston got. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, uh, WBA needs an expansion. They need more teams. Houston needs to happen again, first and foremost. Let's start yep. with that. Um, that needs to happen for sure. Um, but second of all, yeah, I mean, again, uh, there's there's so many things to do uh, in Houston, right? Like you can go to pro football games and pro baseball games and, and pro soccer games, men and women, but you can't go to a pro women's game. And so for, for families uh, who have daughters who love basketball and want to be able to go and see people that look like them play the game that they love, they got to find their college team to go and support, right? And so Rice is a great one. Obviously, Houston is a good one. Our game that we had last year against U of H at our place was an unbelievable atmosphere. Uh, and that, that was just so much fun. It needs to be a game that happens every year. Like, there's no way we shouldn't have that rivalry happen, happening. We're 15 minutes away from each other, 10 minutes yep. away from each other. Um, so, yeah, we, I mean, we want to continue to to be what young women, uh, little girls see, right? Like, we want to be role models for them. We want them to come out for our games. They, we, they, we want them to, you know, wait in line after games to get autographs and have, you know, role models to look up to and then follow on Instagram and follow on Twitter and be like, that's who I want to be like one day. Because uh, they don't have those WNBA players to, to look up to, not in not in the city. Now, obviously, they can drive four hours and, and go to see Dallas play, but um, that that drive is hard. So we need to we need to get a team back uh, in Houston. But for right now, yeah, we'll definitely take on that role, uh, that ownership, that role. Um, our young ladies are tremendous ladies, and so my little girls look up to them, uh, and so I think they're great role models. Uh, Houston also has a great team, great program. Uh, and so I think that's definitely something that we're all willing to to take on to that role um, because it's it's so important for young girls to see people that look like them playing the game that they love. Coach, you're killing it! I'm super excited. I can't, I can't. We saw y'all play here in Dallas, but I can't, I can't wait to get down to H Town to see y'all do y'all stuff on that beautiful new floor. Wait, 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 oh, yeah. wait are you excited about the new court? It's so played, beautiful. Have y'all played on that court yet, or is that we have? Yeah, okay. we have. We've uh, we've had some workouts on it. Uh, we've played some three on three on it. Uh, we're pretty low key uh, in the summertime. We have like a practice a week, but the rest of the time it's like skill work, three on three. Um, just letting them like kind of relax and and not have to hear me all the time, hear whistles all the time. Like, let's just get out and and get better. Um, But we don't necessarily, we're not like practicing three and four days a week, but yeah, we, it's beautiful. Uh, The lights are a game changer. The light floor uh, color that we did is a game changer. It feels brighter and and bigger. Uh, It's, it's, it's awesome. I'm so grateful that we were able to get that done this year. Sound like that's a shooter's gym coach. Sound sound like that's a shooter, a shooter's floor. (laughs) We're going to make a lot of threes. Get warmed up now. (laughs) Get warmed up. All right, coach. Well, it is that time. With Kevin and I take the gloves off, welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part where Kevin and I are going to play a little bit of one-on-one, and you are now officially calling all of the shots. All right, Coach? Hey, have you ever played a game called Would You Rather Before? Yes. All right, so you know the rules are relatively simple in this game. So for those of you who are new to the program, both KT and I are going to make a pitch or a statement to Coach Edmonds. Whichever one of those statements that Coach loves, she'll select, and that host will get a point. The first host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship round. So it's pretty easy peasy. And uh, he's over there flexing, Coach, because he he, he won the last episode. <laughs> he, he, he got me on the last one, so he over there. He chinning and grinning, but all right, Coach. 
Let's get it, KT. Let's run it back. All right, Coach. Would you rather coach a player that you recruited that no one gave them a chance and they make it to the Basketball Hall of Fame and in their speech they tell you they wouldn't be there without you or... Or would you rather hire a GA that's nobody, you know, it's basically just their first time, they just finished their career, they wanted to come and you're giving them a chance, but this this individual following your blueprint goes on to win championship rings and say, hey, I'm part of that Lindsey Edmonds coaching tree. KT. I'm gonna I'm I'm stay positive. I'm gonna stay yeah, positive. Better. That's not a good start. That's not a yeah, good start. Okay. I think I think Coach can fight too, B. John. Why would you want those All right. Hey, I know she can with three daughters. I know it's some more. <laughs> hey, with, with biracial hair, I know y'all have some mornings over there, Coach. Y'all. We do. We do. It is a fight sometimes. Nighttime and morning time. Woo. All right. All right. Let's go round two. Would you rather travel the world hosting your own food show on ESPNW? where you and your Rice coaching staff interview college coaches as they take you to their favorite place to eat in the towns they coach in, or... Or would you rather have Netflix come to Rice, film a documentary, a Last Chance You style documentary, or we get to follow you, follow some of the players, follow your staff, as you guys are building something special down there on y'all campus? D. Jones. I know the Grants. The Grants like to eat, though. I think they like to eat, Coach. I think you... I didn't say that. The Grants ain't going like to I, I better be quiet because Nick Grant. I'm going to tell y'all something. Nick Grant, shake my hand, and I had to go to the emergency room. I don't know what <laughs> was going on. I don't know what Nick Grant had <laughs> I said, I will never, ever shake Coach Grant hand ever again. I, I'm going to pat him on the back. All right, Coach, here we go. Final round. Hey, wait till you meet our uh, strength coach then. If you say Nick does that to your hand, wait till you meet our strength coach, Coach Salo. Uh, we're going to meet him. We're going to meet him when we come down there on campus. Well, here we go. Final round, Coach. So on Wednesday nights, now we're part of the Sports Life Talk crew. We go live. We do a show that's about, you know, life, pop culture, entertainment, food, everything. And I do a segment about sneakers. So we big time sneakerheads, needless to say. But before the show, both of us went into our collection. And we selected a pair of sneakers that we thought represent you. Now, we know y'all are Adidas school, so please, Adidas, just this just for the optics of the tennis, all right? But we picked the shoe that we thought would, you know, represent you, yourself, and your university. So we're about to show these shoes, sneakers, okay? So on the count of three, I'm going to count us down, and I need you to say, hold that sneaker, and we're going to throw them up on the screen. Now, think hard before you select, because okay. whoever you select not only wins this round, but wins this episode's game. And Coach, I'm going to win. I, I don't know. I just don't stop begging. No, we're not doing that. No, I know. No. He's pulling out my heartstrings. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right, here we go, Coach. Hold that sneaker on three. One, two, three. Hold that sneaker. That's not even navy. It doesn't matter. It has gray in it. It's blue. <laughs> that's not I mean, that's navy. not Adidas either, so sorry. Yeah, I know, but at least mine is the school colors. Well, I'm close to it, man. It's a nice shade of blue. Who you going with, Coach? Um, I'm going KT. Oh, oh God, that hurt! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, that hurt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, coach, thank you so much, Coach. Because of you, I can say these two words, B. Jones, and still champion thank you so much coach this this really means a lot because <laughs> i'm probably gonna lose in a three-point contest but at least i won your episode so that <laughs> all right so i want to say this before we go any further i can't remember for who won on your episode coach danielle grant but nick grant we're gonna get you on the show i i i need rice who who won on malaya's episode kt i think i might have won that one I don't know. We have oh, to go no, back I, and look at it. I know. I went so much. I got to get a dub down there in Rice one of these days. All right. <laughs> Coach, I, I love you still. I love you still, Coach. All right. Here we go. Well, the title, thank you, thank the you, title of the show is Sports Life Talks. You got next. All right. So now we got to tell everybody what the future holds. In your own words, Coach, now that you, you're there, you're in year two, you're going into year three, the, the, the expectations are climbing. The, the nation is now watching, y'all. Everybody know what they expect. You got two two all conference players coming back. So what what is the what does the future hold for you, coach? You know what? We're going into a new conference, right? Moving into the American. Uh, that move I is so exciting. Uh, it's so unknown, though, right? Like we're going to new places, new universities, new cities, new you know all the things and uh, new opponents that we've never scouted before. So really excited about that move. I think it's great for our university. It's great for our program. 
Uh, you know, we were 23 and nine last year uh, and we're, we're talking about how do we top that, right? Like 23 and nine was really hard, uh, but our goal is to be even better uh, and even and be in, even better in a bigger and better conference. Uh, so we're going to have to work. We're going to have to do something special. We're going to have to do more than what we did last year. Um, but our goal is to be competing uh, at the top half of the American conference, uh, doing whatever uh, it takes to find ourselves a, a way to um, make a name uh, in the American in the first year and not waiting to year two or year three uh, before we like find our ground, um, our footing. So uh, just really looking forward to the new conference. Um, but, Got to beat 23 and 9. That's the goal. Yeah, that, that, and that's going to be super dope, Coach. Y'all play – is SMU in a new conference? Because these conferences are, have changed yeah. so much. I, I kind of lost yeah. my bearings. Well, We're we coming to a lot of games then. Cause you I, know we to one. Oh. We know, I know we're coming to one in Houston right after the right – oh, I know that's at least two. No, it's like three. <laughs> they're playing in North Texas. Or is North yeah. Texas still going? Yeah, North Texas, SMU, us, um, UTSA – um, I'm trying to think of other if there are other Texas schools. Um, Tulsa, which is I guess not too far from Dallas, but Tulsa, yeah. Tulane, Tulane. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, Memphis, um, South Florida, East Carolina, UNC Charlotte, Temple. B. John, that's like four or five games. Wichita State. We're going yeah. to be busy. We're going to be busy this fall, man. The road trip's going to be epic. Oh, Coach, right, we go. need to go ahead and get us some media credentials because we're coming down there. Okay, <laughs> we got it. Done deal. All Done. right, Coach, real quickly, I've already kind of – I kind of spo- spilled it a little bit with Coach Danielle and Nick Grant. Uh, but go ahead and give us a quick rundown of your staff and, you know, speak speak of my five, six seconds on each one of your amazing staff members, Coach. Yeah, uh, I guess first thing for me, uh, Kiwi Boykin uh, came with me. I hired her right away. Uh, she played uh, at Wake Forest uh, and then coached at Davidson. So played at a really high level, but a high academic school and then coached at a high academic school. So I knew right away she was going to help me get in on the right type of kids. She was able to look at transcripts and say yes or no, because that's been her thing. And she's she's wonderful. She's a grinder, really hard worker. Um, didn't know Nick. I knew I needed someone uh, with Texas ties. And when I was kind of asking around, uh, Nick's name came up to me uh, and I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll call. And Nick and I probably had three or four conversations over a span of three or four days. And there were just so many things that lined up, our values, our morals, uh, basketball minds, just a lot of different things. Uh, and he, uh, he believed in me uh, and wanted to jump on board. Uh, so he was able to come. Um, I had a turnover in a position after my first year, which afforded me the opportunity to go after Danny. Uh, and you know, a lot of people don't know. Uh, some people do know. Obviously, Nick and Danny Grant are married and, and on staff. Uh, and they had you know been married and never lived together. And they had a son and Austin and Nick and Danny were doing the long distance thing. So it afforded us an opportunity for them to get together and everybody was so excited like yeah they got they get to live together and that was wonderful and that's great because i'm all about family but it allowed us to get a unbelievable assistant coach also right like i mean danny has been power five assistant you know a year at usc but six or seven years at utah and so it, it allowed our staff to be elevated uh right away so feel really really fortunate about those three um my dobo daryl Ann mcdonough uh she's a rock star uh really really young but really really good uh and she is just going to be phenomenal uh in the business uh and i know she's gonna just continue to get better and better uh she's the calm cool collected even when things go wrong as a dobo like you have no idea something goes wrong because she's got it she's got it covered she knows where everybody's supposed to be she tells everybody where they're supposed to be uh and she's uh phenomenal uh, Mia Gallo is our video coordinator, um, and she is awesome. She's great at the video stuff, but she's also good at the graphic stuff. So she helps us out with pictures and graphics, and that's something that every program needs. Uh, and so and she's, she's very eager. Yeah, yeah and she talks. Yeah, she, I, I follow y'all on social media. She drops some heat when it comes to y'all on does. the road. Her graphics yeah. are first class. So shout out. Yeah, to her. so she's she's doing a great job with that. And then Coach, coach Solomon uh, is our strength and conditioning coach. Uh, he was at Liberty before I hired him uh, when I got the job. So going on year three with him as well. He played at UVA under Tony Bennett. Um, so played at a high level, understands what basketball looks like, understand what it's like to be a college basketball player. Um, he comes to our workouts and to our practices and sees drills that we do and implements that into his training and his conditioning. 
but he is just such an extension of us. Uh, he, uh, he's just like the values and the morals and like making sure the culture is right and, and a phenomenal man. Uh, so again, I am so blessed by my staff. Uh, and I know as a head coach, you're only as successful as the people you surround yourself with. And I could not be surrounded by better people. Um, again, they're, they're awesome. It's, I walk into the office every day and I'm excited to see all of them and uh, I hope they feel the same way about me. Um, but they're just, they're so awesome. Uh, and they, they push all of our student athletes to be better on and off the court. Uh, and they care about people, uh, and that's at our core. Uh, and that's so important. All right, Coach. So do you have any shout outs you want to give? Shout outs, shout outs to my staff, uh, Nick, Kiwi. Uh, Danny, Mia, Salo, Darlin, um, couldn't do it without you guys. So grateful um, and so thankful to have y'all by my side. Uh, y'all make me better every single day. Y'all make this program better every single day. Um, so I really, really appreciate you. Uh, can't go without saying shout out to my family, my husband, Yulrick Edmonds. Uh, he holds it down. I mean, he is uh, such a huge supporter. He's at every game. He's got the three girls in tow. Half the time he's got coach Nick and coach Danny's son, uh, in the stands with him as well. And he just, he, he makes, he makes our family go during season. Cause I'm so busy with everything. He's holding down drop-offs and pickups and practices for the girls and, uh, paying the bills because I forget when something's due, like just all the things. Um, but the biggest supporter, um, for me, I hear him throughout every game, uh, just cheering and, uh, couldn't do it without him. Love him so much. Feel very blessed, uh, that I get to do life with him. And then our three beautiful daughters, Nyla, Haylin, uh, and Elena, uh, they are why I do what I do. I want them to see mommy, uh, being successful, uh, and doing something that she loves, uh, and, uh, loving what she does and, feeling every day like I get to do this job. Uh, and so hopefully one day they realize you can have it all. You can have the family, you can have the husband, you can have the kids, and you can have the career that you're successful in and love to do every single day. Um, so hopefully they get a taste of that um, from being a part of our program every day. All right, Coach. So this is the part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell me, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. I want you to do the same thing. With that said, Coach, who are you calling out? Who should have next? Well, I think B. Jones has already called out Nick Grant, so it sounds like that's already on y'all's horizon. That one we're working needs on. To happen. We, we can still use it. your poke. Yeah, we can still use you to poke a little bit, but uh, yeah, okay, we're working on it. Um, I think Kiwi would also be a great one. Kiwi Boykin, my other assistant, and then I'm gonna go with Kenny Brooks, uh, Virginia Tech. Um, I was with him for four years at JMU. He was a huge mentor to me. Uh, we still talk to this day, you know, every other week. Um, so let's go Kenny Brooks. What he's done uh, at Virginia Tech is, is phenomenal. Uh, and I got to witness it firsthand how successful he was at JMU. Uh, and he does it the right way. And he's about the right things. Um, and, yeah, much love to him for sure, always. Well, now, Nick is, Nick Coach, is Brooks. Yeah. Coach Brooks, you've been nominated like two or three times. It's oh, for real? Yes, it's time to stop playing, Coach Brooks. Come rock with us. We we need you. Show us some love, show. So, so Coach I'm gonna Edmonds, take some, I'm gonna take some as soon as we get. Hey, okay. and, 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 but Kiwi, I want to send a shout out to Kiwi because I see her. She rising. That young lady yeah. is doing big things. She was, uh, I think, top seventy five most impactful assistance in the country. So she is doing yeah. some amazing thing. But Nick, you already know you can folk, man. We've been rocking with you ever since we had Danny on the show. But all of y'all on the clock. All of y'all <laughs> on the clock. We're going to be reaching out to you. We got to get y'all on the show. Coach Edmonds just said so. So your tickets have officially been punched. But Coach Lindsey Edmonds, you got next. Oh, my God. You're the truth. It, it has been such a blessing. You're so passionate. You're positive. You're inspirational. You're determined. I swear, you got it all. And uh, you're doing some amazing things. You are extraordinary and elite. You deserve a <laughs> yeet. Hey, Sports Life Talk Nation, man. It feels so good. I, I swear, KT, we got the best jobs in America, man. But look, we can't do it without y'all. I got to call on y'all one more time. That's right. You, I'm pointing at you. Yeah, I'm pointing at you right now because we need you to show us some love and help us to grow this platform. Share this show. Let's get the buzz out there. Let's get the word out on the street about Rice, about Coach Edmonds, her amazing staff. 
Hey, if you if you got time, we know you on social media. So sports life talk, one word. Go and punch and check us out. It's it's whatever you want to do. If you just want to look at the content, forward it. You want to hit like or forward or whatever. I, 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 just stick around because I promise you, we're gonna drop y'all some content every single day. We don't miss. And then lastly, if you're sitting at home and you're like, man, I wish I could get on this show. She ain't say my name. I know we got Coach Brooks <laughs> coming, but we got a way for you. Go to our website, sltyougotnext.com. Go to the nominations tab. On the nominations tab is a, pl- is a form that'll give you the platform to tell us about who you are and why you think you deserve to have next. And Kevin and I will give you an audition. You know what? We we all about inspirational and, and, and positive stories. So just holla at your boys. You heard me? But uh, uh, KT, man, you stole this one, dog. You stole this one. I, it, it, uh, I, I gotta, we, Coach, can we? Can you come back like next year or the year after or something so I can get my? I gotta get revenge. Yeah, yeah, I'll right. come anytime. You just let All me know right. when. All no, right. because you don't have to come back. We're gonna go to Rice and we're gonna I'm do this t- show I'm talking there. about on the show. I gotta do it. No, we're gonna do our live show there in Rice. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. it. Yeah, we we, we like it. Expect. and we, we can do it at the Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> We're going live, live. I'm gonna have a yeah. syrup. I'm gonna have syrup all on my shirt and face. I don't know if we're gonna be doing that breakfast club. <laughs> all right, yeah. KT, let's get out of here, man. Coach, it's an honor to have you on our show. When we first met you, the game didn't go the way it's supposed to, but you were still really nice to us, and you said really nice things to us. So thank you. So whatever you need from us, please let us know, and, and we got your back. Thank you so much. It means a lot. Uh, I enjoy being on here. Thank you guys for thinking about me and allowing me the opportunity to be on the show. I appreciate what you guys do for our game uh, and growing the women's game and, and getting uh, women's coaches and women's players out there to have a platform to, to speak about the sport that they love and the sport that's given them so much. So appreciate you guys so much. Hey, Sports Life Talk Nation. We're going to let y'all get out of here. We love y'all so much, Coach. We appreciate you. We love you too, Coach. Can't wait to come down and see your girls play. Listen, y'all stay safe. Be blessed. Respect each other and love one another because together we are better and keep dreaming big because you never know. Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet! It was crazy. It's, I knew you had next because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you want what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Life talking is